It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. This is Stuart Crawford, and welcome to another episode of the MSP Show, broadcasting live on Blog Talk Radio. The MSP Show is a show designed to help IT service providers and MSPs better the business, introduce new concepts, and you know, in the end of the goal here, the end goal is to make more money in 2012. And we got a great show lined up today. And uh, one of the areas that I find in my consulting practice with Ulistic, a lot of MSPs are interested in learning more about how to start a security practice and how to properly deploy a security practice and keep their clients secure. And, you know, no better uh, guest to have than one of the best security experts in, uh, in the country. I uh, introduce my good friend and uh, trusted advisor when it comes to all things security, Wendy Frank, joins us uh, from the Philadelphia area today with Excel Security. Good morning, Wendy. Um, how are good things with you this morning? Great, well, welcome, thank welcome you. To we're the... having... Go ahead. Sorry, Wendy. Sorry. We're, we're having a mild winter here in Pennsylvania, so things are great for us. Yeah, well, I'm uh, usually on the East Coast myself, so I know exactly what's uh, going on out there. Hey, Wendy, you've got like 30 minutes. I want to just kind of hit the points here around, uh, you know, around security, why it's important for IT uh, service providers and MSPs out there to have some sort of security uh, service in play today because I think a lot of our clients are out there, well, I, I don't think so. I think it's, you know, more more and more small businesses out there and, and mid-sized corporations are looking at, you know, overall security, especially as things move online and more interaction with mobile phones and a, a number of de- uh, new devices. But Wendy, let's just start at the, be- the beginning. Tell us a little about yourself and uh, ex- Excel Security. you got two companies, Excel Technology, Excel Security. Let's, let's focus on the security side. So tell us a little about what you, your background and, uh, and what Excel Security does to help MSPs out there. Right. Thanks, Stuart. Well, I've been in this business for... Over 20 years now, started in programming, moved into databases, uh, database work and network security, and uh, focusing uh, heavily on security now. I have my CISSP, Certified Information Systems Security Professional Certification, and my CISA, Certified Information Systems Auditor, working on my CEH and many other security certifications now, as well as others in our firm doing the same thing. And uh, we're just really trying to help MSPs and VARs uh, start a security practice and be more security-focused. So, Wendy, are you seeing, obviously, uh, you know, we, we talk a lot uh, one-on-one, but, you know, there is a big push towards security out there today. And a lot of is – it, is, it, is it safe to say that a lot of MSPs are maybe behind the eight ball when it comes to security a little bit? They're, they're trying to play catch-up here? I think MSPs and the SMB businesses in the world 
and the government organizations, the Fortune 500s, the Fortune 50s. I think we're we're all behind the eight ball. You know, security is changing by the day. There are new data breaches every day. It used to be data breaches were just really happening to, to governments and to very large organizations, but that's not the case anymore. It's happening daily to small businesses. It's happening to individuals as well on just their home machines where they do their investments and, and accounting and bookkeeping. So it's something that um, unless you're doing this full-time every day, learning new skills every day and working on it every day, you unless you're focused on it entirely, you, you really are behind the eight ball no matter what your business is. So we used to think, Wendy, that security was just you know, antivirus, maybe a little bit of anti-spam software. But, you know, it goes a lot more uh, in a lot more detail than that these days. You know, can you talk about what you're seeing day-to-day when you're working with the MSPs around the, around the U.S. and uh, internationally? And what are some of the security threats that, that their clients are running into these days? Sure, Stuart. Um, well, we have obviously an explosive growth of mobile devices, whether it's phones, tablets. Um, every one of those is a new place for a possible network attack for a data breach. And not only do we have so many of these devices coming in the market every day, but people are not always company-issued. People are bringing these from home. And we really need to, to control and protect those devices. Um, there's an increase of personal targeting of owners of businesses and C-level senior executives. With the growth of social media now, it's so easy to... Um, to go out and get information on the people in control of a business and to specifically target those people because they're seen as high wage earners. Um, also with social media, one of the things we've been seeing in the past year, and it's been getting to be a stronger current with it every day, uh, people who watch social media for employees who get new jobs at companies because an employee at a new job at a new company, they want to please people. So they're an easy target. They don't know. They haven't been fully security trained yet, if the company even does security training. So if someone calls on the phone and starts prodding them with questions, they're the most likely to give out information, which could lead to a full a security data breach for that company. Um, we also see new cybersecurity attacks every day, new infections. Um, like you said, it's more than just the simple viruses. We've got malware that mutates, that moves through an organization, all their devices. Also because of the prevalence of connected, connected systems, whether it's companies that work together and connect their systems, or it could also be because of cloud computing. We've got companies who have hosted um, data systems for their medical offices or for their law offices or for, um, you know, for banks. Most of the banking systems are hosted now. So whenever you have connectivity like that that's constant and that you rely on, it's another place for an attack because if that business partner gets attacked, they can travel through the connected system and then attack the bank or the law office or the medical office where the attack had just started out as attacking the primary hosting company. Obviously, with all of the cloud computing, that's a huge risk. Um, yeah, that's, that's we, what I'm seeing, Wendy. That's what I'm seeing. That there's a ton of you know, pressure on cloud, but sorry, I didn't want to cut you off there. Go on, carry on with what you were saying. That's fine. I'm sorry. Um, with, the, with the paperless office, this is a great thing because it's easier for us to search data and find data instead of having the post-it notes strewn everywhere. But it also creates more, of, more success for people trying to run a data breach because now everything truly is digital. It's in the systems. 
So if somebody wants to steal all of your all of your information digitally, they can get to it because it's all digital now because of the paperless uh, trend. Uh, we yeah, also you know, I've seen, have. I've seen, sorry, wait, and let me just let me just cut you off there for a second. But no, it's you know let's that opened up a new train of thought for me here. Is you know with this you know this digital trend that we're seeing or that we're well 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 down that path. You know, it's, it's amazing that we're still hearing stories broadcasting on, you know, broadcasting on Fox News or CNN or wherever are that healthcare organizations and corporations in general are still losing data. They're leaving hard drives sitting in courier vans, and you know, different professionals are are just leaving memory sticks lying around. You know, as an MFP, what can we do to help our clients uh, so they don't they don't do that kind of stuff? Well, I think um, organizations need to have a full security program that's managed by security professionals who truly understand security and stay on top of it. And uh, in that way, we can do continuous, we can set up the control systems that are needed to be sure that each individual company has the protection it needs based on the vertical it's in, um, how they store data, the applications they use, the operating systems they use, their network infrastructure, the partner companies they're connected to, everything. Set up the proper security program for them, get all of the security systems in place, get the people trained to protect them, and then the real key is to monitor constantly and to be able to be proactive and react constantly as both new threats come into the world, and also as you see changes in a client's systems. You know, with the with the zero-day malware and the organized attacks, which are coming from some governments, some foreign governments now, and from some um, hacktivist groups. You know, we have we we can't put a book out that says here's what you do when this happens because these things are changing every day. So all we can do is put all of the proper systems in place and training and watch them constantly and then evolve and improve the system and, and patch the system as new things are found that are threats. Um, there's also the huge issue of insider threats. You know, there sometimes there's accidental breaches just because people aren't properly setting and maintaining file and folder permissions and they're not properly setting and maintaining server-wide server permissions or, in the case of Microsoft, at the, directory, at the directory permissions, people are just coming upon data accidentally that they should not be seeing. And, of course, you always have those employees who are trying to find data they have no business finding. But things like that have to be monitored as well. So we can run real-time uh, event monitoring and real-time forensics and then look at the results of those programs so we can let people know what's really happening inside their client companies. So, so when you um, help you help MSPs every day um, go to market with a with a security practice that they can you know better service their clients. Um, what are you what where do you and honestly you know think MSPs are today when it comes to their knowledge of security in general? Are, are some obviously some are going to be a little ahead or, further ahead than others. But if we had to lump them all into one big basket, where, where would you say? Would you give them a failing grade or a passing grade today? Uh, I'll tell you, Stuart, from the audits that we have done, and these are systems that are managed by MSPs, VARs, and in many cases by 
mid-sized organizations with large IT departments or even enterprises with large IT departments, we unfortunately frequently see you know, mediocre to failing grades. And it's it's no wonder. There's so much to keep up with from a technology standpoint, just like to, from the tech side to manage the operating systems of all the devices we have to manage now and all of the changes with the applications. Like there's so much to worry about from a technology standpoint that to then deal with the security standpoint, it's it's just this additional layer. I think it's just too much for people to keep up with, which is why we need dedicated security people to take care of the security. As well as there's so many laws you have to know. You know, part of security is also compliance. So depending on the industry the client is in, depending on the country and in some cases the state they're in, there are different laws we have to worry about. Um, you know, we've got data law, data breach laws, we've got privacy laws, we've got SOX, HIPAA, PCI, DSS. Uh, Massachusetts and Nevada have their own laws. We have different laws in Canada and EU countries versus the U.S. We've got FISMA, you know, GLIBA, SSAE, SAS 70, ISO. I mean, it's e-discovery, privacy, basal, solvency too. There's just too much you have to know and know how to deal with. And, you know, it's almost unfair to think that an MSP can manage all of security and all the things we already talked about in 12 minutes here. It's just too much. Yeah, that's mean that, you know, they got a lot of, um, I was telling one uh, client yesterday, they're great at, you know, juggling three or four balls until we throw that ball that's on fire and then they start dropping a lot of balls. And normally, normally, you know, if they're technical focus, that's, uh, that's that security breach. That's that virus that's infiltrated the network. Uh, it could be any number of reasons. Somebody sends out a, of a file that they shouldn't uh, have sent out. But let's, let's kind of focus in on that compliance because you mentioned compliance around, you know, HIPAA and all the, you know, Sorry, and tons and tons of them out there. You know, I, I used to work for an MSP that had no knowledge at all about Sarbanes-Oxley and all the government regulation, but they were servicing publicly traded companies. And I won't, I won't mm. fault, uh, I won't fault anybody for that. that just their, they don't know what they don't know. So, tell me about how you would engage with MSP so you can help them understand all these compliance rules or regulatory uh, issues they need to be aware of. Now, tell, tell the listeners say how you would work with them and how you engage with them. Well, we sit down with them and we focus on their business one client at a time. We learn about that client from the MSP as well as doing our own research. And we figure out based on their geographic location, their vertical industry, and other things their business might do, which is not part of their core business. We figure out their biggest security risks. So we do a risk assessment. What are their biggest security risks, both from a breach, cybersecurity, technical, typical security standpoint, as well as from a compliance standpoint? And then we come up with a list of here are all of the all of the risks for this client because of their particular business and what they do, and where they do it. And then we figure out, let's look at what's in place now, and we'll compare that to what we should have, which will typically involve, um, I'll call it an audit. Uh, we go through the steps of an audit. Uh, we may or may not produce a full audit report for the client. That's up to the MSP. But we'll go through a full audit, which is more encompassing than just an assessment the MSP might do on their own. And then we'll use that information to help the MSP to redesign systems for the client's benefit, which is more labor you know, for the MSP. And it also frequently involves 
the MSP upselling the client with additional um, ongoing security services or devices and software to help secure the business as it needs to be secured and meet the compliance requirements. And if the MSP needs help doing the work, we can help them, or else we can do these audits and produce the, produce the information, review it with the, with the MSP and just give them guidance. They can do it themselves. They can ask us to come back later and check the work, or they can just take it from there if they accept the people to do the work on their own. So there is a there's um, an excellent um, opportunity here for the MSP to increase their managed services monthly recurring revenue by just offering you know your services or just starting a security practice in general that you can help them with uh, get launched. Uh, so I look at here as an owner of a business thinking, why wouldn't I get into security because our clients are demanding it, and plus it's a great uh, a great source of additional revenue. Absolutely, and I think um, from a legal standpoint, it's also something to consider, and, um, you know, hopefully nothing bad ever happens to a client. But in the event something does, if you can show due diligence that you you put these systems in place and did everything appropriate to protect the client, and in addition, if you propose additional services, hardware, software, to further protect the client, and if they chose not to spend that money for whatever reason, you can at least show that you did everything you possibly could to do the right thing to secure that client and meet compliance requirements, as opposed to just doing what an MSP normally does and then getting blindsided by a lawsuit later, having your client's reputation damaged, having your MSP's reputation damaged, and maybe even people losing businesses over something really bad happening. Yeah, that's, uh, that makes a lot of sense to me, Wendy. You know, one of the things we talk about uh, quite often when we, when we chat is, uh, you know, doing that investigative type of work, too. That, that's something that you offer to clients as well. When we talk about uh, forensics, for example, uh, as another service that, you know, you can offer to MSPs. Tell me a little about that. Like, you know, and you have a great story about how you helped uh, uh, a local business there in, uh, in eastern Pennsylvania, kind of saved himself from getting into a lot of trouble with uh, and through a lawsuit. Are you, know, you mind sharing a little bit about that story and how you helped them? Sure, sir. Obviously, we'll keep names out of this, but um, we had a, a client that was referred to us because they had an employee quit, and apparently the day after the employee quit, the employee filed a $1.5 million sexual harassment lawsuit. They filed a civil suit as well as they filed a, um, a federal suit uh, because it was, wasn't considered an equal opportunity situation when they were being sexually harassed on the job. So we, this is a client where we had, we had archiving. There was archiving and uh, backup recovery, uh, disaster recovery in place, but to sit and have to recover you know, backup after backup to review data was going to take an awfully long time and things could be missed. What we did instead was we offered to go in and run forensics on individual machines, um, both on servers and even on the PCs and laptops and in some cases on phones. We were able to gather enough evidence to show that, um, yes, had other employees maybe said or, or insinuated things they shouldn't have, yes, but more than that, the employee who brought about the lawsuit 
has been sending inappropriate pictures and making very inappropriate remarks and requests of other employees, and it showed that she was contributing to her own circumstance. And within two weeks, we had the entire lawsuit thrown out of court, both the civil and the federal case. The otherwise, this would have cost so much money uh, for the company who was had the suit brought against them. It could have damaged their business reputation. Um, you know, they could have easily been in court for six months, a year, or more. And we made everything go away in two weeks. It was incredible. And that's so. That's another way you can help uh, MSPs out there uh, with their, uh, you know, their complete offering. So uh, you know, from, right. You know, Prevention, right down to you know, if something happens after the fact, you can go in and help them uh, with that. So, when you know, we got about ten minutes left uh, in our call today. You know, what other services do you offer? I mean, you offer—I know you do security, but you also have—I think you have a like a third uh, level, level three tech support uh, part of Excel as well. Uh, you want to talk about that for a second? Sure. So we also have Excel technology. To give you a little background, um, we started out as as a VAR, and then eventually an MSP. We focus a lot on software development, custom development, as well as typical VAR and MSP work. And then we started to focus on security, and we, we realized what I said to you earlier, which is that if you want to do security, you need to focus on it 110%. You really can't be spending too much time doing normal day-to-day MSP work. So we stopped taking MSP customers. We don't pursue that part of our business at all anymore. And, in fact, we're trying to uh, realign the few clients that we have left with other partners of ours. So what we're focusing on now is Level 3 technology and the security. The Level 3 technology that we support is uh, helping MSPs and VARs just to do things that either they uh, don't have time to complete on their own because of emergencies or um, things that they don't have people on staff full time who can take care of them. So a lot of repairing Active Directory or... Um, for instance, when we do um, security, like a high-level security assessment, we might find weaknesses in Active Directory because frequently programs are installed that weaken Active Directory to make the program work. There's no way the MSP would know this, and, and the, the software writer, including very large, frequently used companies and their software, um, will weaken Active Directory to make the software work. Well, then when we run an assessment, we find Active Directory is wide open, which is a place for a possible security breach later we can go in and help the MSP patch that up. So things when a lot of times, uh, projects when a lot of times the MSP would have to call, um, you know, and pay for support from hardware and software firms, they can instead call us and we can take care of those things for them. And this kind of follows up with the security work we do to help the MSPs remediate problems we might find. So you have a wide range of offerings there, Wendy, which is great, you know, to focus on, you know, the higher end of the, um, you know, the services or the, high, the technologies, you know, focusing on security and have the other things that can fall into place as well. So, you know, one of the things I, uh, I, I would keep track on is new trends in our industry, you know, when it comes to security, um, things like that. What are you seeing, uh, Wendy, new trend-wise uh, out there, uh, things that uh, MFP should be aware of? Well, because of the, the new threats that we discussed earlier, one of the keys is to um, have a continuous monitoring program. Um, you might see this called SIEM, Security Information Event Management. Um, there's continuous monitoring. There's ongoing forensics, ongoing compliance. But the key is 
that to continuously monitor the largest risk that an individual firm might have. And like I said, we, we do a risk assessment, we figure out the greatest risks that a firm has, and then put systems in place. And it used to be enough just to say, okay, well, their biggest risk is a HIPAA violation. So let's deal with that. Okay, we're done. Call us in a year if you need anything. But that's not really good enough because the way things evolve now and because data can be stored anywhere in the network on so many devices, data could accidentally leave the office on a phone or a USB drive, et cetera, or be emailed out inappropriately. Because conditions change constantly, continuous monitoring and continuous proactive remediation is very important. And that's where we're seeing things going. Obviously, you need to get the base programs in place first, but once the companies get those in place, they can then go to continuous monitoring with, with proactive response. You know, not waiting until the client calls because something seems very wrong in the system, but finding it ahead of time and dealing with it. It's kind of what, you know, part of what MSPs have always told their clients about normal monitoring for um, a PC degrading to find out before it's going to fail. We're taking that to the next level with security and security requirements based on an individual company's needs. So do you have, when do you have a program that MSPs, MSPs can subscribe to and uh, that you can do the monitoring for, or is there anything you can share around that? Do you have something in the works, or do you have something that you can offer today? Absolutely. From a professional services standpoint, um, we, what we can do is work with the MSP. Some MSPs make it easy because they focus on one vertical. So we can get together with them and figure out the security offering, let's say, for their, uh, maybe they only deal with a certain type of medical practice. We can say, since you're very standardized in your client base, here's a good thing for you to offer them to get their security in place, and then here's another program to keep it in place, and then we'll, have, we'll help them set up a monthly uh, recurring service program for that, and they can use our services to fill in the areas where they have gaps. And a lot of times what will have happen is we'll help a partner to build their security practice in the beginning. We'll provide a lot more services, and then as time goes on, that partner gets more clients because they get a better name in the community and get more exposure for a higher level services they provide. They'll end up adding more employees, and then we'll scale back and do just very high-level services, but for more of their clients because they have a larger base now. So we're flexible, you know, with the MSPs to figure out something that works for them. For MSPs or multiple verticals, you know, we usually need to sit with them and figure out a plan that works for them and for us and for their client for their specific vertical. So that sounds great. So, Wendy, you know, I've – it's been a great uh, program. I think I learned a lot more about what you do from a security offering and, the, you know, the depth of the services that you guys have. Um, you know, uh, you know, security, I think, for MSPs is going to be very, uh, going to be extremely crucial in, uh, in 2012. Uh, you know, I just, I just, I just see it out there that, you know, the cloud, and we haven't even touched the cloud in depth today, Wendy, and we're, we're going to be running yeah. out of time and we can't go into cloud, but, you know, the cloud itself is going to open up a whole new, you know, can of worms when it comes to security. Is there anything, you know, in the last three minutes that we have here that you can touch on around cloud? Uh, you know, why MSP should be a considerable cloud? Absolutely. Um, quickly, you know, you need to look at connectivity because if you've got any downtime or slow wide area network links, that can be a huge problem. 
you want to really examine the hosted provider, whether it's a hosting location for infrastructure as a service or a software company doing software as a service, you really want to investigate them and find out what their management and monitoring services are and how on top of the systems they stay. Um, because if they have any security weaknesses through any of the things that we discussed earlier in this conversation, you don't have the ability to go in and, and make those changes and see those in the system. You need to trust those people are doing things right. Um, a SAS 70 Type 2 audit is very helpful. If you can deal with providers who have SAS 70 Type 2 audits, it gives you a level of assurance that they're following standards and doing things the right way. Um, in the absence of that, if you have um, a provider who at least goes through some sort of audit process and is willing to share those results with you, you can get more comfortable that they're somebody you really want to deal with long-term and trust with your clients. If, if they don't have any of those in place, you want to be careful and do some research. You don't want to partner up with somebody who could hurt your reputation and your clients ultimately. Um, you, um, you want to also look at a lot of times the software as a service, everything seems great, like it will work perfectly for the client, but in the event it doesn't, you want to find out how, how possible it's going to be to revert back to the old system. You know, major corporations and small corporations have fought with this over the years where they're sure a certain solution was going to be it. And then when it doesn't work, you know, they've got manufacturing and production um, harmed for a year and sales harmed drastically because they can't run their company appropriately. And again, the monitoring things we talked about, we need to do proper monitoring even with hosted services like we talked about earlier. Great, Wendy. You know, it sounds like the cloud is going to be another avenue that we need to really focus on. So, hey, we're almost out of time. Uh, how can people get in touch with you? Do you want to talk to you about starting a security practice or have Excel Security come in and help them with their clients? How can, how can they reach out to you? Um, they can check out our website, www.excelsecurityaccellsecurity.com, and they can find all of our contact information there. Perfect. So go to excelsecurity.com, engage with Wendy and the team there. They're fantastic at what they do. And Wendy, thank you very much for joining us uh, today, and good luck uh, you know, as the security world evolves and you guys start taking off and offering and helping MSPs out there. Thanks very much for doing this today. Thanks, Stuart, and thanks for everything you do to help the MSPs. Take care, Stuart. Thanks, Wendy. And that was uh, Wendy Frank from Excel Security. She uh, joined us today from uh, the Philadelphia area. So I highly engage, uh, recommend that you engage with Wendy uh, and uh, sign up today with uh, Excel and uh, put a, get a security practice in place. Uh, so this is Stuart Proper. We're going to sign off today with the MSP show. It's been great to um, you know have another great show like this. Now security is um, important, and we're starting to see you know lots of security stuff we had. Um, you know, we had Steve Knoll on the other day. We talked to Colin Knox about a month ago from Passportal. Lots and lots of things about security out there. So stay tuned to the MSP Show. We're going to be on here every week, approximately every week. There's some great shows lined up in the future. Uh, this is Stuart Crawford. Check out our website at ulistic, U-L-I-F-T-I-C.com, uh, and talk to us today about all our marketing and development services we can do to help your MSP. So have a great week, and we'll all chat with you next week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.